Okay. I always forget how abrupt that ends right at the end where there's no kind of like out, you know, fade of the music. It just immediately cuts. But, um, we're back. Um, it has been a couple, three, four weeks, give or take, since our last one. Uh, so welcome to uh, episode four of uh, Collector's Castle's Roundtable podcast. Um, my name is Kyle McCollum from uh, Max Toys and Comics. I'm Randy Lefting, Dining Culture Comics and Collectibles out of Spearfish, South Dakota. I'm Chad. I'm uh, currently in Virginia. <laughs> my name is John Luke Hawk. I'm the owner of JL Hawk Customs, and I'm in Virginia as well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, so, um, you know, John is going to be joining us uh, tonight. Um, you know, he's our, our showcase spotlight. Um, before we get into that, let's go through the uh, a little bit of the business. Um, so welcome, everyone. Uh, we did want to just give a quick shout out to all the new members that joined us. Um, it's always interesting to look at the new members and then see the members that came and went within the two-week span of joining the castle and leaving the castle. It's always interesting to see that. It's, it's always seems to be kind of those fake accounts, but um, that's always funny to kind of check out. Um, so cool, awesome. You know, again, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. Um, if you have not taken the opportunity, please, 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 we will put a, post a comment, um, you know, with a link to the YouTube channel. Um, Chad is just blowing out a ton, a ton of content out there, um, including some member um, uh, products and, and, and uh, collections. So if you are interested in show showing off your collection, you know, please reach out to us. We'd love to add it to the Castle YouTube channel. Um, but to kind of really just get into the meat of tonight's discussion, uh, which I think is going to eat up, um, I think, a lot of uh, our, our time together, um, is uh, John Luke Hawk. Um, so he is a, um, does a lot of customs. Um, I'm not going to do it enough justice. I'm going to kind of let him kind of start us off and, you know, tell us a little bit about himself. Um, and then uh, we'll go from there. So let's kick it over to John. Yeah. All right. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for having me on. Um, yeah. Customs have been a hobby of mine for a couple of years now. I actually... I would say it started all the way back when I was a kid, when I was making Lego sets um, for myself and I had the clone troopers all set up. I grew up with the clone wars um, and I just love that. Um, as the years went on, I kind of, you know, switched to maybe some smaller dioramas. My family sets up like a Christmas train display and I'd have a little part of that. Um, and then as I got into college, I started seeing these YouTube videos of guys customizing action figures um and you know particularly star wars ones because that was where you know i grew up with and had a lot of fond memories associated with so um i ran across these channels that um, started customizing these bandai kits like the star wars bandai and i'll open this up in a little bit and you can kind of see what i'm talking about but basically it's a model um that then you can put together but you can also paint it and 
customize it, things like that. Um, so I started there, I started in my dorm room, um, just making, you know, one or two of these characters that, you know, Hasbro hadn't really released, um, or it was just something kind of unique like that. Uh, my very first box series figure was, uh, the red box captain Rex. Um, I had him for years and actually like just sold him, um, a little while ago, but anyway, I started there and just started, uh, airbrushing in my dorm room, you know, figuring out the whole process on taping and you can check my Instagram to see like some of those really early, uh, figures. And I've definitely come a long way since then. I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, but that kind of skill, I just kept developing it over the um, years. And really it was this last summer that I decided I'm going to treat this like a little, little side business. I'd always kind of sold them on the side. Um, but I decided to kind of ramp it up a bit and actually take commissions and try and work that side of things. Um, so I got, I dove in with Instagram. I never had an Instagram before and it's been a experience for sure. Um, but I discovered a really cool community. You guys are part of that. Um, Chad and I connected over to Facebook group. I needed some boxes to ship uh, figures in. Uh, and he helped me out with that. And that's led to uh, developing relationships with you guys. And that's been, that's been really great. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any questions on that? Well, I'm, I'm going to kind of let Chad and Randy kind of, you know, lead a lot of this because um, I'm actually as interested in, you know, really getting into and learning about, you know, what you do with customs and the process and um, because it, it's just something that's so, you know, foreign to me. Um, I, I've never actually gone through one. Um, so I'm going to kind of let, you know, kind of take a sit, seat back and just kind of listen and learn because, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to hear about this. Well, and I'll just, I'll just jump in with my quick two cents because it's really it's kind of Chad's show tonight, Chad and John's. Um, Chad was showing me these awesome customs he's getting. He's like, there's this kid, there's this young kid. He's doing these crazy customs. He's doing these awesome Star Wars figures. And I'm like, man, I got a ton of backstock of like Mythic and Cosmic Legions. I'd love to just send this guy some stuff and and see what I can, what see what he can do with it. And lo and behold, I don't know if we're going to see it tonight in the show. I guess that's kind of up to John, but he is working on a pretty amazing thing for me. And that's kind of all thanks to Chad introducing us and me just seeing the great work he's doing. So I'll just turn it over to you, Chad, if you want to kind of go from there. Um, yeah, well, like, uh, like John said, uh, how we connected was, I was, uh, cleaning out, you know, and at that point we were planning on like leaving the area and traveling uh, that all fell through. But I was really downsizing a lot of stuff. For some reason I kept like a bunch of black series boxes and instead of throwing them away, I just posted in a Facebook group, like, Hey, like, yeah, you pay the shipping or yours. I really wasn't expecting anybody to hit on it, but it was in like an hour, like, you know, John got him. And he gave me his uh, Instagram link and uh, went over there. Yeah, I just made a comment about this guy right here. He had just posted this guy, just finished him. And, and the funny thing is, like a day before that, I watched this episode and told my wife, man, they, they really need a Captain Rex like that. I really need that in my life. Like two weeks later, he hits me up with a deal on it. And I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. And once I got it in hand, you know, and now you see I've got all of these from him since then. Uh, I mean, once I looked at it in hand, I was like, oh man, I was hooked. So, and uh, speaking of your Mythic Legions, when we started that conversation, 
it led it to um, me actually going ahead and pulling the trigger on the commission of uh, <laughs> wow, um, uh, Captain Rex out of a uh, Mythic Legion knight, and uh, I think John has it. So at any point in time, he wants to show that off. But oh, there it is. Here he is. It's oh third. man. Hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, guess, I guess that's like the perfect segue. Yeah. So I'll kind of start walking you guys through like what the process actually looks like. And I'm, I'm going to have to do it this way. Um, so basically a lot of my kit or a lot of commissions start with talking to a customer about what they want. Um, and basically, you know, I'm, my dad calls me a walking encyclopedia when it comes to Star Wars, and that is definitely true. So if somebody says a certain type of trooper or something like that, I know instantly, you know, offhand what it is. Um, so usually I try and direct people towards, like, these Bandai kits. And basically what this is, it's a it's a full-on model kit, um, and it's all, like, on spurs, and you see all the pieces of, you know, the clone trooper there. Hold on a second. Um, Basically, they come like this, and I start clipping them off, and then usually, one of the reasons I like this a lot is I can tape right over it, and I can tape a design, um, and then paint that design with an airbrush. And I'll take you to my kind of like paint booth, or impromptu paint booth, uh, in a couple minutes. Um, but then, like, once I get the design painted on, then it's a, a whole weathering process, um, and that's like basically the, the basic process for a normal clone trooper. Um, but every once in a while I get a really unique commission. Um, and I've got a couple of those tonight. And the first one, of course, is the Night Rex. Um, I showed him a little bit there. so you can get a better view, but he turned out really well. And, you know, this idea came off of somebody, um, you know, from Pinterest or, you know, online who had this idea of drawing our clone commanders in medieval format um super awesome idea and i kind of took that and ran with it um and i always look for you know a base figure that's semi close to what i'm trying to go for um to create and that's like randy when i said oh this guy's got four arms then <laughs> that's a good starting point um because once you know i'm i don't have a 3d printer that's something i'd really like to get into uh sometime soon but uh, anyway, I can't like manufacture my own figures yet, so I have to go off of something. Um, so that's where we start with the base figure, and with like the Knight Rex. So he, you know, started out as that Mythic Legion's Dark Templar, um, but he didn't have any. Well, you want to you want to take a minute? And we, we can actually bring up the video and kind of go through a little bit of your process on this. If you can yeah, kind of that's... walk us through it, I think is you know, and and plus I get the spotlight, you know. Chad's video again, so <laughs> yep. add, this, add this. Here we go. Chad is a great audio for this, I guess. That looks incredible. I love this music, Chad. It's just so <laughs> right. well, let's bring this down. So, as you, I'm gonna, if you want, I'll kind of start and stop the video. You can kind of just, you know, lead me here, but um, this will, you know, you can just kind of walk yeah. us through what your process is. 
if you go to the next picture, that's probably the best representation of what he started as. Um, yeah, so there he was. You know, there's you can see the. I still got the helmet here. Actually, he's still on my shelf. <laughs> um, but yeah, some some minor modifications to the mold itself. Um, if you go to skip to the next one, so that's like the about the beginning of the process where you know I haven't painted anything and basically I'm trying to fit the armor pieces onto this like that figure and what i actually ran into is that the scale is a bit different so the mythic mythic line is like 112th scale but that's a little bit the black series is like basically 112th but it's not quite um so the breastplate was a little bit small um for this figure but what i ended up doing was um shaving it down so i took a dremel um I bought one for like 10 bucks off Amazon um, and just started dremeling it down uh, to try and fit this chest plate on. If you go to the next picture, I think we got some pictures of it fitting. Um, that was just kind of like a scaling I sent Chad um, that basically the helmet is going to work. It's not going to look too weird, but yeah, that picture right there. So that's where I started um, trying to get it fitted and I had to end up actually taking an ARC Troopers armor piece and like the chest armor and cutting it in half and gluing it onto the side to kind of like widen that chest plate to make it actually seem to scale um, for this figure. I also, it was really fun for me to kind of, you can see the orange um, knee pads at the bottom there. Uh, I took pieces off of the clone trooper I had on hand and just started slowly adding them in to kind of give that synthesis of um, like, the Star Wars look and the night look uh, and try and bring them together to make it look like a, actually a cohesive figure. Nice. Um, what I really liked about this is the, the, the head of uh, stormtroopers you have back there. Yeah, that was a fun, <laughs> little, <laughs> a fun little project. I can show it here in a couple minutes. Um, that but, is cool. you know, I've seen all of you guys' Black Series helmet displays. I'm really jealous of Chad's actually. Um, but <laughs> I don't have room and I'm not ready to pay for that many helmets. Yeah. Um, so I decided to make my own one twelfth version of it. And uh, it came out really nice. It's a fun little desk, desk ornament. So, jo so John, are you also doing custom miniature Ikea furniture now? <laughs> you know, after, after building that, I did actually build it from scratch. I did it. I got some balsa wood, um, but I definitely would not do that again. It was like, <laughs> I got super glue all over everything. Um, and <laughs> my dad would be ashamed of me with uh, how not square and plumb it is. My dad does a lot of woodworking <laughs> and taught me all that, but it did not translate to one twelfth scale. <laughs> So no one twelve scale detops coming anytime soon. Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so like this picture. So um, I ended up ordering the helmet off of a vendor on Etsy. That's where I get a lot of my parts. Um, I'm always looking for new vendors who are, um, you know, affordable and kind of full with fast shipping. Fast shipping is the biggest thing for me. Um, one vendor takes like literally like a month to ship anything. And this, this is where, that's where I got the helmet from. Um, and I always, he has a lot of stuff and it's really nice to be able to order from him, but it just takes forever. But the worth, the weight was definitely worth it on this one because of that helmet. Um, I feel like that really made the figure. Um, and it comes as like a, just an unpainted resin print. Um, and as the technology has gotten better, you know, it's a very smooth print. 
Um, and basically I don't have to do a ton of sanding on it. I don't have to do anything like that. Um, but this, I just had to like touch it up a little bit. So that's really nice. Um, so is it, is it underneath when you buy it? Is it like full, like a full, is it hollow inside? Yeah, I can actually, sh I can show you here. You, if you can kind of see basically, yeah, it's, it's hollow, but then I have to add in, I either have to drill it out um, and add in, like I use sticky tack a lot in a lot of my figures. I'm sure Chad's familiar with that by now. Um, but that's basically how you hold the head on because at, at the beginning I tried to get it to just like pressure fit. Um, and it just, you know, it kind of works, but it, it just ends up falling off and people get kind of frustrated by, you know, how this is supposed to stay on. It's supposed to, they kind of expect like a, an action figure level, like playability almost from it. Um, but the reality is a lot of these things are a lot more fragile, but the sticky tack definitely helps to kind of keep it together. Um, in that way. So okay. the next step of the process is the painting. And I'm actually going to take you guys uh, on the walkabout here to show you where I paint. Um, when the weather's good, I'll go outside and do it. But a lot of times I actually end up just painting in my bathroom. Um, I've got a little vent and I hooked up, you know, I put a little cardboard piece up to keep it from getting all over everything. Um, and then I've got basically just a little paint booth. Um, I use these a ton. They're like just little stands uh, for the parts. And then I got my airbrush compressor. You guys can see that down there. Um, that was actually a gift from my fiance. She gave that to me for Christmas and it's changed the game. I had like a little two PSI compressor before that. Um, and that just did not do it for painting. Um, but yeah, basically I primed the figure after that. And then we kind of move on to like the next phase of, uh, the actual painting. Uh, if you go back to the slideshow there, I think I have another work in progress. Yeah, so I kind of jumps ahead a little bit there, but basically I, I put another coat of the actual paint I want for the figure. Um, and this one I use like a gunmetal paint. Uh, it's one of my favorite colors, actually. I think it turns out really, really cool in this figure in particular. But um, gives that kind of shiny look. And then I go through and I take a little brush and I do the like the black detailing. Um, so, you know, on all the joints or where there might be like the uh, chain mail showing through or something like that, um, I paint it black. And that also kind of ties in with how the clone troopers armor is with that black undersuit. Um, then I start adding the blue de details. Um, and of course, yeah, I think I did, yeah, the helmet, helmet was up there, one of the earlier things that I did. Um, I was actually happy with the design. Um, Sometimes it takes me a really long time to try and get a design because you're, you're talking about literally like half an inch tall, trying to get it that detailed. Um, but small tip brushes are really the, the key to that um, and patience. Um, and then sometimes like I'll actually clear coat it beforehand and let that dry. And then I can scratch off the paint with like a toothpick or something. And that helps me get the, the actual design really clean. Um, yeah, and then if you go to the next photo, same type of idea. I added a little scarf um, there. Um, that's, you know, Randy, you were talking about um, a little bit earlier, just 
what I liked about the Mythic uh, Legion's design and it's that detail that they have. Um, just truly incredible with, you know, it looks it looks real almost with uh, the etching that they have in that armor. Um, and then what I would do, like as part of the process is what's called a wash. So a wash is like a watered down paint basically. And it's actually really cool in that if you like put it on your brush and touch it to one of those like designs, the paint will run through the whole design and like really bring it out. Um, so I did that to all the kind of unique features on the night to show a little bit more of that detail. Um, yeah, and then if you go to the next actually, one. Actually, someone has a question for you. Uh, oh. If you over, if you overdo your clear coat, what's the best way to fix it in your opinion? Oh man, overdoing clear coat, yikes. Um, clear coats and I have had a very checkered past. We, <laughs> I do not get along with clear coats. Um, I feel like if you overdo a clear coat, you almost have to start over. Like the, the, the option is like sand it basically all the way down, um, which is very time consuming and really difficult. Um, or alternatively, sometimes what I'll do is that if the clear coat doesn't turn out quite perfect, um, I'll turn it into weathering. Weathering is one of my favorite processes because it's like you get to, it really makes whatever you're making look real. Um, and also you get to kind of hide a little bit of those uh, just mistakes that happen as part of this process um, through, okay, well, that's a battle scratch. Now <laughs> my paint missed there or something happened and okay, we're just going to work that in later. And it actually ends up um, kind of adding to the whole aesthetic. Um, well, you know, yeah. John, look, looking at your, you know, you talked about this custom when we started and I don't think I appreciated it enough, but now that you're explaining it, like the, the Star Wars armor crossed with the, the Mythic Legion's armor, I'm really seeing it now. And it's a really, a really great combination. I, I didn't honestly appreciate it from the initial photos I saw of it, but now it's, I'm really seeing it and it's very cool. I appreciate Man. that. Give you more money, like what? Like what a process! Like, gee, <laughs> um, and it's like it's pretty subtle too, which I actually kind of like. It, it's almost more night than clone trooper, unless you're looking really closely. Then it's like, okay, all those things start to come out. Um, it's a really good like mashup of. Looks great. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then that's basically, if you go ahead a couple more pictures, I like my uh, Instagram pictures. Those are, I took those for Chad to uh, kind of, I always do like a final approval picture and I do it without, you know, any filters, anything just in the um, kind of blank photo booth that I have, which I, I can show you guys in a little bit. Um, but yeah, those are some of the more, the more artsy pictures where I, I crop them and put a filter on them and try and make them look uh, appealing for Instagram or for people to, to see. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a very unique figure. It's something that truly is one of a kind. Like the idea of course came from online. Um, but really the only thing similar to that is the helmet because that's the, the only thing I had to buy, um, <laughs> for that. But really it's, it's a super unique one of a kind type figure. Um, I also kind of want to, do you guys have any questions about that? No, I'm good. I'd also love to kind of walk through uh, Randy's figure a little bit. This one, this one, a like 
a whole different process. Uh, <laughs> it's been, it's been crazy, honestly, just the amount of like work and time and like detail that's had to go into it. I'm trying to figure out the best way to show him here. I think I'll do this again. Um, but basically, so Randy reached out to me um, and was kind enough to put in an order and he gave me like complete artistic freedom on what I would be creating, which I really appreciate as a creator um, because everybody always has their own particular ideas and it's kind of, that's great. And it's good for like, you know, just cranking stuff out. Um, having able, being able to have a little bit of license is really fun too. Um, and I, he said I could use any of the uh, Cosmic Legion figures, which are of the same quality as the Mythic Legion, just really, really high quality figures. Um, you can just kind of feel it in, in what they look like. Um, but anyway, I saw one of the forearmed guys and like, oh my goodness, Pong Krell from Star Wars. Now, if, if you're not familiar with the character, he's one of the like, he's a Jedi, but he turns into this villain um, in one of my favorite episode arcs of the Clone Wars. Um, and he's just this really imposing character um, that poses like a real challenge to Captain Rex um, and the rest of his crew. So I thought that okay, like a, a big forearm figure that would probably work. Well, I got this thing in the mail and when I opened it up, I was like, oh my goodness, it's like huge. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> um, but, and yeah, anyway, I basically started the process of, okay, well, I need to get ahead first. Um, and I went online and found 3D print files uh, for a Poncrell head. Um, and I scratched around. I tried to find a vendor who would print it for me. Um, I picked one who was on Etsy, and he printed it. And it took a little while to get here, but it got here. And then I pulled it out of the package, and it's like about half the size. It's about that big. Um, and I put it on there. It's like, ah, maybe I could get it to work. Um, but the reality was it was just going to look too weird. So I, I bit the bullet, and I reached out to one of my other friends on Instagram who's done a lot of work for me um, in the past. Uh, Joan Walker Customs used to have a have a shop, but it's closed now, which made me really sad. Um, anyway, I reached out to him, and he said he'd print it for me and scale it. Um, so as I was telling Randy, I actually had to send the figure itself all the way to his place um, so he could scale it in person to get it actually right. And I'm so happy with how it it turned out. I feel like it's a it's a well scaled head, um, but the head is basically stuck on there. It's a it's a three D print that I hand painted. Um, faces are one of the hardest things to do to get to look right. Um, you know, you're you're painting like an eyeball that's probably you know sixteenth of an inch tall or whatever, um, and. Anyway, I had to basically sculpt the neck piece out of like a clay type material, um, let that harden, give it some texture, um, bring it all in so it all looks cohesive, um, then put the head on, and then I painted it all. I don't, I don't think we have uh, in paint in progress picks uh, for him, but basically everything's painted underneath, um, kind of giving it that the texture that we see in the show um, and the coloring. And then just today, I finished up doing like a whole Jedi robe type thing, um, and that you know really brought it brought it to life. Um, and yeah, we're we're almost done. I have to work on the the lightsabers and a couple other little details uh, to finish them up. But that's 
that's been the process for him, but it's been a really unique, unique build for sure. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it was, you know, honestly, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, you know, Chad had been talking and I, I reached out to John and I said, Hey, you know, I'm an, I'm an authorized retailer for Mythic and Cosmic Legions. If there's like a figure you want to mess around with, you know, I got back stock, I got some, you know, I'll ship you some stuff for free if you want to mess around with it. And John instantly goes for the $80 figure. He's like, give me the big, <laughs> give me the big one. Give me the yeah. big one. I'm the forearm ogre scale guy. And I'm like, of, I, of course, of course. All right. Yeah. I'll okay, send you okay. a, I'll send you a Kragnar. And uh, as you can see, uh, I feel like that was a pretty good choice on both of our parts to, uh, to do that. Yeah. So in, in my defense, I, I saw the figure and then I saw the price tag and I was like, okay, like maybe, maybe we can work with this. Like I can maybe get a smaller one and, and modify it. I didn't want to run you out of business there. Um, ah, no, I, I feel like this was a, uh, a, a worth, a, a worthwhile, uh, endeavor to be part of. So I'm very excited. I think it looks fantastic. Well, thank you. It's, it's been really fun to make for sure. So, so, um, as someone who doesn't, you know, kind of get into this, I think some of the questions that, you know, you know, people who don't really kind of get in to, you know, reaching out to someone like yourself about building customs, right? You know, I think some of the questions that, you know, people might have would be like, you know, well, you, how often do you get like a, hey, I, I have a vision of something, but they can't explain it. They don't know. They need help getting there. Um, you know, how much, you know, input do you give them? Do you let them, you know, do you have a, a, a type of figure that you like, a, a brand that you that you like to fall back on, um, you know, or do you really kind of just leave it up to, you know, whoever saying, hey, you know, here's a, a black series. Can you do X? Right. Um, just talk maybe a little bit about that, because that's the thing that's always kind of, I think, is the first stumbling block like myself. Some people might run into is where do you even start? right like what figure do you have and what do you do and yeah what process and and you know something like that yeah for sure so it really i feel like most of the time i'll get a pretty specific order um it'll be for some some figure from the show that hasbro hasn't made yet um that you know somebody's willing to or wanting to add to their collection um that's that's really the beauty of what i do is that it's a people are are collecting these these figures and some of their favorites aren't on the shelf like they can't just go out and buy it um and it's really just kind of a unique and special thing to add to somebody's who's been collecting for a long time um now if you don't know exactly what you want or you kind of want to experiment a bit uh, sometimes you know i'll direct people to you know, there's pictures online, like they might have something that they made or like a theme that they have. I've gotten that a, a time or two where someone was like, okay, I really like this color pattern. Um, can you put that on a clone trooper? And then I go, okay, great. Like, do you want just a normal clone trooper? Do you want details added? Like what's, there's all kinds of different variations. Um, and also I'll kind of send pictures of, all right, like, what do you think of this helmet or this idea? Um, and people kind of start picking up on that. And once those kind of creative juices start flowing, I've, I've found that people kind of open up to, oh, this would be really cool to add, or could I do this as well? Um, and it's it's just a matter of basically whatever you can imagine um, that, that I can create for you. So 
yeah, if you don't if you don't have a particular idea, that's something that we can we can work with and we can talk through as far as like, okay, what what do you like? Because there's definitely going to be things that draw your attention more, colors that draw your attention more, um, and then we go from there and we create something that's that's new. And then I I really enjoy keeping people like updated in the process of like you guys have seen my work in progress pictures, but kind of keeping like everybody in the loop as far as all right, here's what's happening, you know especially if you put like a, a materials down payment down, you want to see where your money's going and it's like, okay, I bought the figure. I've got, you know, this amount of work into it. Like here's everything that's going on. Um, and to see it come along too, to a new, to creating something new. Um, but yeah, does that answer your question? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a member who has a question. Uh, here's a perfect example of what you're talking about. Uh, right after I got the Rex from him, I was just staring at my shelf. This is actually the Bad Batch. Mando, uh, he is just a plain, was just plain white. And I literally like just messaged John. I was like, hey man, I, I'm just kind of building my 501st collection up. There's really no such thing as a 501st commando, at least not that I've ever seen. But yeah, I just uh, asked him to see if I could send him this plain white commando and uh, him do a 501st for me. And that's you know, basically what you're asking. And same thing, I uh, sent him a couple pictures that I just, you know, some fan art and uh yeah he just did his own thing with it so, wow yeah. and another thing is like you're talking I, about you asked like what brands or like figures i would type lean to using like generally i do like hasbro there's tons of them out there it's it's really cheap to get a body to start off with um and a lot of people are really happy to keep like their collections looking all the same um, and I totally understand that and I can work with it well. Um, but the reality is like sometimes those Hasbro molds are just, they almost lean more towards the toy than the reality side of things. Um, that's where I like the Bandai kits because it's, um, because it's like, it's so accurate and it's the, the difference is just marked in how um, real looking the kit actually is. Um, and Anyway, yeah, that's I always try and like lean in that direction. People are always a little bit more hesitant um, for the Bandai kits. Um, I actually put up like a whole thing on my Instagram of like comparing the two to try and show people the difference um, and why I think the Bandai is better. But mm -hmm. that, that takes some convincing sometimes. Um, I saw the question there on the clothing. Um, I I always feel like clothing is actually one of my weak points. Um, it's really it's hard to get to look right. Um, and I've only done it a time or two, um, with like another Jedi robe type type situation. Um, I basically, <laughs> I go to Hobby Lobby and I ask them for like the smallest amount of fabric they will sell me. And they all, all like the ladies always look at me a little bit weird. They're like, you want like four inches of a yard. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> they cut it off for me and it's like 62 cents and you kind of go from there. Um, because I, I use it a lot on the clone troopers to make the kind of skirt looking thing. Um, so anyway, I don't really have any great words for you to find the custom clothing other than just kind of um, materials are really cheap and you can make it yourself and it's kind of trial and error to get it to, to look right. But cool. How so much? Was, uh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go, go, no, go ahead. I was just, just going to say, I'm just kind of curious 
you know, obviously the number one question anybody has when they when they hear somebody like you talk is cost. And obviously cost cost is infinitely variable depending on the character of the commission, what you want to do, all that stuff. But if you could kind of just touch on some of the costs, you know, that are factored into when somebody commissions a custom for you, that would be awesome. Yeah, so that's something I've actually thought a lot about. Um, it's really, it's it's honestly a pretty hard product to sell in some ways because it it looks awesome, but then you know it's it's also a lot of work. Like these, I mean, you guys have seen some of the process on everything that goes into this, and like the reason that not everybody can do it is really the equipment and just practice. Because like the airbrush, the airbrush is a upfront investment of you know a couple hundred dollars of a compressor and then the airbrush itself and all the parts I've had to buy. Um, but that really makes a huge difference on the quality of a custom that you're getting. Um, so basically there's a lot that kind of goes into the background of the materials costs I have to have to keep everything up um, and running. Um, but basically how I've calculated it at this point is you've got your materials cost and that goes from, all right, what base figure do you want? Do you want just a Hasbro one? Well, okay, then that's going to be, you know, anywhere from 12 or $15 on Facebook, you get like a bunch of those kind of just AliExpress clone troopers, um, you know, all the way up to whatever unique figure you want to start with. Um, and then it's the actual cost of the 3D printed materials on top of that. So those come from all vendors that like are online. I can't make those yet. I will someday. Um, but for now, I got to buy those too. So that goes from, you know, your materials was maybe $15 to start out with. And then any helmet is five to $8, basically, if you want something different. And I always recommend like, you don't want to stick with Hasbro helmets if you want it to look real. Um, so you have to get something that's 3D printed um, to have that level of just polish that a lot of these customs need. Um, then you start adding accessories onto that. So, you know, if like a guy today ordered you know, I want, oh, I want arc, arc Trooper armor um, on this clone. And all right, so an Arc Trooper armor is going to be a new helmet, a new chest plate, a new like shoulder thing, um, foot covers. Like, so it, it kind of adds up as like these little little materials costs that um, I'm just kind of slave to the market basically on <laughs> paying that cost for them. Um, so that, that runs roughly, I'd say, anywhere from... 10 to 20 dollars in just 3d printed cost um so you're now at like well we'll say 35 for materials that's that's what it ends up being most of the time for these type of things um and then it turns into my time um and basically i i keep a timer log on my phone for different projects so like you know randy your project i started it a couple months ago really when i started trying to figure out <laughs> I got to get ahead. I got to, you know, I'm spending, spending time doing that. Um, so I'm, I'm basically, that's where it starts. And then it goes into, all right, you know, I'm, I'm a full-time student. So I've got a lot of stuff going on. Basically when I've got a minute, I start the timer and I'm working. Um, then I stop it and I go do whatever else I need to do. Um, but that's how I keep a log of exactly how much time has been spent on each particular figure. I, I originally kind of just wagged it, you know, okay, I'm going to have, they all about take four ish hours. So that's what I'm going to charge for. Um, and then I started keeping track and I was like, Oh, this takes a lot longer than I, than I was <laughs> charging for. Mm -hmm. um, 
So keep me a little bit better record is what I end up doing. So I charge $20 an hour at this point um, for the figures or for my time. Um, so if you put that in the, in the still four and a half to five, six hours, wherever, wherever the figure lands based on detail, um, you end up with basically a 140 to, you know, sky's the limit really on how much you're going to pay for something. Um, but kind of like those base figure repaints, um, with like minimal details, it ends up in that about 135 range, mm -hmm. um, just by nature of, you know, it takes it's it's artwork at the end of the day it's, it's kind of like you at some point you cross this line of this is a toy to this is a piece of artwork that i'm displaying um and that's just it takes the unique type of person who wants to add that to their collection um and i'm i've been really blessed to have a lot of people who want to do that like chad's one of them he's been really supportive of all my work and randy you're getting something that's awesome um so it's those type of things that keep me in business and running. I mean, honestly, that, that, that all sounds really cheap to me, like 20 bucks an hour. I, I can't get yeah. somebody to like unclog my toilet for 20 bucks an hour. And instead of getting like this gorgeous custom star Wars figure from my collection, that's just, I don't know you guys, if, if you're, if you're listening to John now, John, I just said that I did it. Didn't I? John, John, if you're listening John. to John, <laughs> John, um, you know, definitely get in now while he's affordable i guess i should say yeah. um, well actually i'm i'm really excited about a new project i'm doing i'm actually going to dive into one six scale which is you know the much much bigger figures um and i found a place to to price that i kind of i tiptoed around some of my the vendors on instagram i was like hey you know how much do you charge for this and you know it's it gets way expensive way fast some of those guys are charging you know a base repaint on a figure which again all the skills translate so like i know exactly what they're doing to these figures and it's not taking them any really more time than it's taking me like i'm i'm fairly confident in that um and they're charging basically 165 for their time up to 350 just on their paint job so not even materials, not even any of that. And a lot of them are using actual hot toys. So oh, wow. those type of figures, you know, it's 220 in materials and then this whole painting on top of that. Um, so anyway. That's wow. awesome. Wow. Yeah. yeah, one one custom I always wanted to get, and I'll send you some pictures. Um, I've always been, I'm a big Iron Man fan, um, but I'm also a Green Lantern fan. Yeah, and they came out with um, during the '90s. Uh, Marvel and DC had done a uh, collection of comics where they did. Um, it was like a four-issue miniseries where they're fighting each other, and then the universes got combined, and then all the characters got combined. Right, so you had I think Wolverine and Batman became you know you know Dark Claw, you know. But the cool one was, that I really liked was Iron Lantern. So it's a it's it's Tony Stark or it's it was Hal Stark, mm -hmm. and he's you know it's a, the green and yellow, you know with and it's just got he's got the the, the lantern signal like right where the you know the chest piece is, um, and it just looks incredible. And um, so I've always 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 wanted to get kind of one of those done. Um, so I'll probably hit you up with with 
some information or you know with some questions on what something like that might run yeah that's what i've always really wanted to do um a couple of the another question is it possible to do a custom oh, let me just bring it up a custom elden ring fig and also diablo lilith like is that something you would be able to do um i'm not as familiar with those kind of uh, universes i think i know what you're talking about um so the only limiting factor is kind of like i said your imagination and at this point where i can get 3d printed parts that look similar um so the i can for sure do that definitely send me a message we can talk about it um to find something that looks pretty pretty close to what you're going for um but yeah, those those type of things. I'm open to that. Like a, an Iron Man Green Lantern crossover, that would be incredible. I'd love to do something like that. Um, like like I said, all these skills translate from you know. I chose Star Wars because that's what I grew up with and that's what I really enjoyed. But yeah. I mean, there's customs in every every universe and every type of uh, intellectual property, basically. That I'd be happy to happy to explore. What about StarCraft heroes or villains? Um, again, I don't know a ton about StarCraft. Uh, I definitely send me some pictures, send me what you're thinking. Um, I can look around for ways that I can make it. So, and it sounds like you have, you know, you've been doing this long enough that you kind of know where to go, right? Um, someone comes to you and says, Hey, I want a StarCraft figure. You at least have some idea of which 3D printers might be able to help you out. You or or you know where to go to find some of the three D you know uh, art files that you would need you know and find people to 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 kind of put some stuff together for you. So um, and that I think is 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 a huge part of the you know the the you know what what you provide to people right is you know you you know and it, like I I actually remember when COVID started. Um, I bought a bunch of paint and I tried, I'll see if I still have it somewhere. I, cr I started trying to create my own iron lantern and I even got like a little bit of putty, you know, like a little bit of sculpting clay to put around it and it's painted and yeah, it doesn't look that great. You know? I'm picturing like a green burnt Chucky. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right now, like pleasant. It wasn't like like something they show at a trial for serial colors killers when they're like <laughs> there, there were signs <laughs> that he was going to be bad later yeah. on. But yeah, I mean, just you know, I think you know, just because you have so much um, kind of that that experience, and and you know, you're you're a younger guy, you know, and and you know, for for what you've already accomplished. Um, I think it's just it's it just is is incredible, it really is. Um, looking at your work and and um, so like something like I know you said you've been working on Randy's thing for a while, but you know what's a tradition? You know traditionally what's a you know a repaint? You know turnaround time? You know uh, like Chad's you know night right the Captain Rex? Like you know what is turnaround time on you know stuff like that? Is it weeks months you know what was it usually kind of look like yeah so i mean generally when i can actually work and paint on a project it takes me i would say about a week to truly like make something um for if i have everything in front of me to do so 
Uh, and that's really what the limiting factor is, is that parts take a long time to get in because they have to be printed by somebody, shipped by somebody, and then I got to get them. And then it's, okay, you know, can we, I'm working on other projects too, but like, so when I sit down and actually do a figure, it usually takes about a week um, to get through it. Like Chad, Chad put in the order for the night on the 29th of December. So like, that's about a month and change, you know, a month and a half. Um, that actually took to get them. But I mean, the vast majority of that was just waiting on that helmet <laughs> because I needed that from that particular, and he was the only one who was selling it. Um, so that was, that was what took so long with it. But usually I would say it's about a week. Um, and then also like, again, like I said, clear coats and I don't get along super well. So I have to wait for the right weather conditions to clear coat. Cause I can't do that inside. Um, I'll like, not be able to breathe for a week if I do that. <laughs> um, so sometimes that's a limiting factor too. Of like, oh, well, it's raining, so I can't do that. And I have to wait for a couple more days. Well, I have I have a surprise for you guys. No. What's the surprise? Oh, is that it? There oh, my go. God. <laughs> horrible. That is, that is so bad. He doesn't, look, so he doesn't look too bad. I don't know. No, it's, Everybody's got to start can somewhere. See the red. You can see the red bleeding through. But what, I'm trying, <laughs> what I was trying to focus in is around the – you can kind of see where I tried to do some putty, some sculpting clay to try to make the lantern. And I was pretty goddamn happy about that. I'm still trying to be nice right now, Kyle, and not say anything. I, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to try to sell this in my live tomorrow. Yeah. You know, an iron lantern. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Keep it as a base and send it to me. Then uh, there, you go, there you go. There you go. It'll be the it'll be John Luke's uh, his his uh, collector's castle challenge to see if he can turn that into something reputable. Well, and 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 that, but I guess I guess what what that shows you is, you know, in, how incredibly talented someone has to have and patience and skill right because i definitely did not sit there with a really really fine tipped paintbrush um you can clearly see from the top of his head that like, <laughs> you don't need to keep showing not, that you really don't patience in there right but i mean it because it, it really is it is so incredibly um i'll tell you i remember having a lot of fun with it until i wasn't until <laughs> i was just getting really frustrated uh, where i'm like this just looks like someone painted this guy green um and which is ultimately what it is so um <laughs> But it just goes to show you, like, why going to people like yourself are, you know, if you want, if I want a really, really good, good, painted, detailed Iron Lantern, I got to go to someone like you that's going to kind of put your skill set and your patience and your love into it. Because, as you said, it is, I'm not having it built to play with it. I'm having it built to be part of my my display, part of my my, like you said, art, right? And and yeah. so, I, I'm I'm just incredibly impressed with with what you're what you've what you've done so far. Well, I really appreciate that. It's it's definitely encouraging to hear you know you guys 
like my work and I love that Chad has <laughs> my pieces right in front of him. That's, that's really encouraging. Um, and I love seeing people happy about the figures that they have. I think it's, that's really what makes it fun um, for me is that, you know, I, I started this cause I really enjoyed it and it was like, I don't know. I, I feel like I didn't get enough, uh, I was homeschooled. So I didn't get a ton of like art class. Uh, you know, my mom was not artistic. My dad's not really artistic. Um, and I feel like this is kind of where it just came out of a little thing that I could do for fun on the side. Um, also, I mean, I've been, I've been writing papers for years now, you know, I've got, uh, I'm in grad school now and it's like, I needed something that was actually tangible for me to finish and to do and to do with excellence. That wasn't a piece of paper. Um, so this was something that I just picked up as a really fun way to, have a hobby, have something that's complete and done. And then I got to share it with somebody else. And that like makes it all like fit together and worth it and really, really enjoyable. Um, so anyway. Yeah. This is another one of our members, a uh, guy, everyone knows guy. Um, you know, was very blessed to have artists. You know, he also very much gets into doing custom, you know, having people do customs for it. He sent me pictures of some of the stuff. He's very, very heavy into, a lot of the horror stuff and you know i think you know what, it, what i think the last one he sent was a king kong when he was it king kong yeah uh, but the the stuff that you know some of these people do for him i mean incredibly detailed i mean he was telling me i think with the king kong um you know and if you're out there guy you can you can keep me honest on it if it, that, that that's what it was um but you know the guy went in and and did individual pieces of hair Ooh into this thing so, I mean, it really is just it, it just goes to show you just you know really just how much love that people like yourself really just puts into this you know where you do create something that is a one-of-a-kind piece that i think is just incredible you know now chad is someone who's who's used his services multiple times you know um, and, and showing what you got there. I mean, it's, you know, you, you could probably talk about it the best. Well, I can tell you, I mean, I mean, you guys have seen my collection and you, you guys know how long I've been collecting and I did not own a single custom piece until I met John. Um, I didn't think they were worth the money, um, but I didn't understand the process. And even even now, I've learned so much tonight that I didn't even know, even from talking to John. But when he approached me about the Captain Rex, I really, really wanted. It's a really good episode, and I, I love Captain Rex. But he sent me the offer, and I went exploring, uh, looking at other uh, customs only, like eBay and stuff. And I mean, I, I was seeing stuff that looked like a kid got a hold of with a sharpie, and they were charging two hundred dollars. That was uh, that. Why were you on my eBay page again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I ended up pulling the trigger, and my guy in my hand, it, it just changed my whole opinion on things. Um, I immediately uh, had that one commissioned, and while I was waiting on him to get done, I was going through his eBay page, and Again, just a really awesome character in a very obscure episode of Spark. Uh, 
maybe really just he what maybe five minutes of screen time. And I love this guy, and when I saw him, I was like, oh wow, he's got he made his part. That's really impressive. Uh, and that's what gets me too about his clone work is you can tell he's a really big fan of clones like I am. You can mm. tell, yeah, he's the the characters he makes like he has a cult right now uh, on his eBay page and in Dune. And speaking of which, um, if you could uh, somebody throw that link up, because he has some really good figures on his eBay store right now. And I'm just going to go ahead and throw out an offer. If anyone buys anything from his eBay, the first person, John, eBay, and tell them that they saw this, uh, I'm $25 credit towards uh, their purchase. Nice. Nice. I appreciate that. I'm going to in the comments for everyone. Um, I believe if you get one of his, uh, his figures in your hand, you will be as hooked as <laughs> I also want to add on to that as well that um, go ahead and message me the one you want, uh, whoever gets it first, if, if they're in the comments, um, and I'll take 10% off that, whatever the cost is on eBay. Um, and, but like buy it, buy it through me. Uh, Cause otherwise I pay eBay fees. So <laughs> I put them on eBay for reach, but uh, definitely appreciate the, the direct, direct deals. Um, we can do PayPal goods and services or whatever for, for buyer protection, but uh, the eBay eBay takes a substantial cut out of anything that I make, so I have to kind of price them accordingly. Um, but actually, speaking of that Colt, I've got a couple more things I want to show you guys. Uh, I've got Commander Doom here. I know this is one of Chad's favorites, uh, but he again, you know, obscure clones. It's funny you say that because I always look at, you know, I've seen all those episodes so many times. I'm on my probably fifth rewatch now um but they don't seem obscure to me i'm like oh yeah i remember who that was he was a cool cool commander i'll make him um if my wife is watching i mean you're gonna send out rex anyway i mean valentine's day is next week i wanted to show i'm not sure if you can see it super well but this is the colt that i had and also in my photo booth so my mom ran a little small business on eBay for a while and had this photo booth. Uh, and I ended up, she, she stopped using it and I ended up using it. Um, but anyway, there's that Colt there. Uh, he's one of my favorites. Uh, turned out really, really well. Wow. Uh, and anyway. Well, it looks like guys keeping me honest. He said they used a Kemper skin mask. The Kong bus was a ton of work. Every each freaking hairline was line by line. It's a huge bus. It took a little over a month to do, but damn well worth it. See, see, that's Maybe a whole other level. Hair was punched in. Yikes. That's a whole other level of customizing. That's something that I don't. I don't even want to touch. That it's so complicated. <laughs> so much time. Uh, those those guys are incredibly talented who do that. And I'm yeah. Maybe one day, but for now, I'll stick with my, my little clone troopers. <laughs> I think I, I think we're all excited to see your your first step into the one six scale, because that was going to be oh, one yeah. of the questions. Is is yeah. you know, you know, have you gotten into that yet? And you know, so I, I'd be I'm I'm excited to see what you end up doing. Yeah, um, I'll be sure to post progress pictures and keep you guys in the loop and all that. Um, again, I'm. 
I'm trying to actually scratch build it. So it's, it's not going to be a, a hot toys base, uh, to keep costs down. But I think I've, I've seen quite a few YouTube videos on them making it look really, really good. Um, so if anybody's interested in that, that scale, um, for a custom, um, especially as I'm starting out here, I'm probably going to keep the price pretty low. Um, so what do you, what would you use as a base character? Like where would you get your base figure? So starting with a hot oddly enough, they actually sell like a one sixth body on Amazon. Um, that's just a body. I think it's probably for like kind of the military figures potentially. Um, they make those and then you literally buy a one sixth jumpsuit for the undersuit. And then I've bought the, the armor from a 3d 3d printer, uh, online. Oh, wow. And then it's, it's built like a actual costume armor. So every piece like slides on over the actual body, um, which is totally unlike the black series. Cause it's like actually mold. Um, oh. but these are actually pieces of armor that slide on just like a real, real costume. I think it actually will probably look more like the live action storm or clone troopers, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, actually guy says he could probably help you out with that. I have somebody who has a person that could help you. He makes clothes in house and, and guy is, is, I mean, you know, he's one of the, he's one of my, my best guys. I love them. So, uh, definitely reach out to guy, you know, um, you know, anything he can help you out with. He's, he's an incredible presence in the community. So, um, yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. Thank you for the, for, for offering that guy. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate that. But yeah, no, it's, it's so very cool. Very cool. Um, while we kind of wrap up here, um, and we'll leave it open for a couple of questions if anyone has any, um, but kind of wrapping up on this here, uh, Randy, Chad, do you guys have any more questions or? I just want to know if I don't know how to find John Luke's stuff, where do I go? Well, so, the eBay. So the best place to find me is on Instagram for sure. Um, at JL Hawk customs uh that's my just instagram username i'll come up pretty easily on there um i'm john luke hawk on facebook uh i also have that at jl hawk customs uh attached to my facebook account as well so you can find me through there um i've got links posted all over my accounts so if you can if you can find me then you can find my ebay or to see those type of things and like i said always just if you got any questions shoot me a message i'd love to chat about what figure you want or uh just even to, I give out advice to, um, you know, I don't know what's the old saying wizard never reveals the secrets, but I've been helped. <laughs> I've been helped a lot by this community who, you know, little tidbits of information here or there has gotten me, uh, able to complete something or just to learn a better way to do it. And I'm happy to share that with people. Um, if they, if they've got questions. Excellent. That's awesome. So very cool. Yeah. I, I, I cannot recommend John Moore, uh, he's, he's an amazing, amazing artist. And not only that, he's an amazing person. And that, yeah, that says a lot right there. You're uh, definitely in good hands with him. So definitely reach out. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that, Chad. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 but you've convinced me. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. So, like I said, I'll be reaching out to you with uh, the mess that is my figure. <laughs> Looking for <laughs> 
Well, John, you're going to, I would assume you're going to continue to post some of your customs on the collector's castle page so we can all see your work as you continue. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would more than happy to do that. And I can even post some of the ones that are from, uh, that I've done previously as well to give you kind of a taste of that. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's a great, I appreciate that. So, uh, all right, cool. We let John go back to his real his real life now for a little while and not let us annoy him. <laughs> it's been, it's been great talking to you guys. Thank you so much. And, yeah. Um, we, we appreciate your flexibility, especially, you know, we did try to do this last week and, and had to punt cause um, you know, and I apologize to everyone for that. Cause um, you know, work has just been a beast lately, but so we really do. Um, I personally appreciate your um, patience and, and, you know, rescheduling for us, uh, with us for today. Um, because, you know, I, 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 it was something I was really excited about because, um, I've never dealt with customs. Right. And so just to, to hear a little bit about the process, and I think a lot of people, um, are just very curious on what's involved in that. And I think you really kind of walked people through it. So, um, that was just really incredible. And I, I just want to thank you for, for being a guest tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And a huge shout out to Chad as well for all of his work in in the marketing side and those awesome videos. I know those don't those aren't easy to make, and he he really puts a lot of time and effort into them, and they turn out awesome. And also, thank you to Randy as well for buying some of my work and giving me the opportunity to make something new and unique. Uh, I can't wait to see it displayed in your shop I, or wherever you're gonna wherever you're gonna put it. <laughs> it's gonna be all over Facebook, and it'll definitely have a premier spot in my shop. Awesome. We're looking forward to that. All right. Excellent. Thanks, John. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Hey. Well, wrapping up. I don't know if there's anything else that you guys kind of have hot that you want to talk about, except for this week's kind of hot movers. Which really is not much hot movers for me, but Randy's got himself a quite the hot one. Yeah, uh, guys, obviously Mythic Legion's the Poxus Wave, the third of the four horsemen, I believe, is dropping next Friday. I'll be able to start shipping next Friday. I'll have a link up on the castle tomorrow. If you're interested in pre-ordering any of the figures, I'll have prices. I do free shipping on all of my Mythic and Cosmic Legions. So if that's something you're interested in or, you know, just want to get it, get ahead of the curve and get some before they sell out. Uh, like I said, I'll have that post up tomorrow. Uh, you can hit me on that. And yeah, it's a badass wave. Some really amazing figures. I know some of the, the store horsemen pre-orders have been coming in and some customers have gotten them and they're getting quite the uh, positive reception. So. Excellent. They look great. So, they look fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, definitely. I was actually looking at this horse last night with that armor, and uh, I'm thinking maybe Captain Rex needs a companion that I can send uh, to John. <laughs> yeah, those look really, really great. Really great. Um, that was really it for the slides. The yeah. Only I, the only thing I had to, to really kind of add was as far as uh, – um, self-promotion was uh, uh, tomorrow night and probably Saturday night. Um, you know, we're going to be doing kind of an overstock sale where uh, we're just, we're dropping the prices on some stuff just 
we have way, 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 way too much inventory. Um, and so we need to just get some stuff out. So we're going to be dropping the prices on stuff. Um, I think we scheduled it for 8 Central. It might be a little bit later. Um, we're supposed to meet some people for dinner. So, um, you know, I'm never around time anyway. So what does it matter? Um, but, you know, I, I, I absolutely love the videos that, the videos you've been you did this week for for people chad those things are incredible that's awesome um i was showing it to liz last night and she's like oh my god like but you know so really appreciate that um but that's that's really all i got this week i mean unless you guys got something else uh on your heart or on your chest that you want to get off and mm. i'm good i'm good i'm just pumped hey. waiting for my jail hot custom to come in uh, on the collection side of things, uh, there's a really decent Han Solo uh, by Hot Toys announced this week. So get with yeah, Randy. That's true. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be if that's when they've done easily. Yeah, I could throw that up on the uh, castle if anybody's interested in pre-ordering that uh, that Han. Wow, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah, guys, don't forget that you know if you are out there, you know, speaking of one six scale. Um, you know, if you're looking for hot toys, um, you know, Randy, Randy has a sideshow uh, distributorship. So, you know, really kind of reach out to him. Um, he has stuff in stock and he does pre-orders on stuff. So, um, you know, make sure to reach out to him. And, and what is it? You just do retail with uh, free shipping, right? Yeah. Yeah. I always do free shipping on my hot toys, especially if they're pre-ordered. If I have them in stock, sometimes I'll work out a deal and be nice. Who knows? Uh, reach out to me. It's very cool. Very cool. So um, I'm just going to wrap it up there. I, uh, you know, we do appreciate each and every one of you guys for joining us. Um, you know, I told Liz that we were going to keep it to an hour and, and she's like, nah, you guys will go over. I'm like, nah, no, <laughs> we're, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it tight. We'll keep it tight tonight. Mm-hmm. Clear that that was not the case. I think my my custom figure derailed it a little bit. So, but uh, it was worth it. It was so worth it. <laughs> you know, this was awesome. I know we've got a lot of other people in our community that have a lot of other talents. So, why don't you reach out if you're interested in being on here in our guest spotlight? Because I, I really enjoyed tonight, and uh, I would love to get more people on. I think that would be the best. The best thing for the the podcast going forward. So please reach out to us if you want to be on and let us know what you bring to the table, please. We're interested. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, don't don't be um, you know, don't be, you know, think that, oh well, you know, it's not, you know, something that you would normally see. Right. I mean, you know, if you are into something different, I mean, you know, this we we've talked very much, um, especially, you know, we're actually at year three of Collector's Castle. Um, but you know, we've been talking very much the last couple months about, you know, we want this to be your, your home where you feel you can, you know, present yourself in your collection. And, you know, so as Chad said, you know, please reach out to us. Um, you know, we, we very, very, very much want to make, um, this night more about the members and, and kind of showing you guys a little bit more of what's out there. Um, and and have a little bit of fun while we do it. So, absolutely. Have some you know, I, 
you know, not a day goes by at my shop where somebody doesn't come in. It's into something very specific that I, I try to fake my way through, but ultimately I can't. But I learn a lot from them, whether it's whether it's Godzilla or anime or something out of my wheelhouse. But I just love to learn, and I would love members of our community to step up and maybe come in and. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to come in and talk about your passion for Naruto or, or Demon Slayer or Friday the 13th or Star Wars and just have a roundtable discussion with us about some obscure thing, we are here for you. Oh, yeah. I love hearing about new stuff. You know, I mean, that 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 fascinates me, you know. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm all I'm all about that. I'm all for that. So. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, real quick, just as we close up, Jared, uh, if you're still here. Uh, no, he does more than just clones. Um, he pretty much will do whatever you want him to do. Um, so come up with, uh, if you have some ideas, just reach out to him. We posted his Instagram. Um, but, you know, he'll, he does many different other things. So um, do you guys really wah? Yeah. <laughs> do you guys really wah? I do sometimes wah. I I I wa daily. I wa daily. <laughs> no, we want. Do you guys really want to talk to me? Absolutely. You know, we we want you guys to feel like you know. Look, you know, you want to be, you want to join us. Maybe one night we'll just do a, you know, have a couple different members. Table, yeah, yeah. Just you know, if you feel like uh, maybe we'll do that, you know, in the next month or so. Just kind of something, um, you know, kind of open forum. You know, come in and talk and chat with us i mean look this thing can hold up to 20 something people now i don't want to i don't know if 20 something people talking over each other is necessarily going to work um but you know you know so next not? month we're going to do why rise of skywalker was the best star wars movie ever so Ooh. tune in Ooh. folks Ooh. Ooh. let's just uh pour gasoline on that fire right now no one's doing any custom figures from that 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 movie <laughs> no, I don't I even mean, know what do you do, Palpatine in, in a tube, like it's something out of Alien Resurrection. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like uh, where they keep trying to clone him, but they fuck up, and he keeps looking weirder and weirder. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I, I actually, I'd like to do you know uh, one about comic books. You know? Yeah, you know, I I love you know I I, I grew up yeah you know, I still read comics you know. Um, so I'd love to do something about comic books one night, you know, just talk. Yeah, about I got a, I could definitely do one from the store with all the books and stuff we have in stock and stuff like that. Yeah, big one. Uh, this week, I think it was what Thundercats one just came out this week. Thundercats one this week. Uh, we got Dark Soul. I got Dark Souls number one for fans of the video game. Got some yep. really cool foil covers on that. Um, Ultimate Black Panther for those of you in comic books, Ultimate Spider Man. A week or two ago, the five ninety nine cover price was were going for fifty dollars on eBay, and this week the, came Ultimate Black Panther, the regular, basic. regular, yep, cover one, nothing special, fifty dollars on eBay because wow. everybody on nobody nobody expected nobody pull boxed it. Uh, most of my pull box guys didn't have it on their lists. It came out and it went crazy, and. Sure. The book's really good. Um, if you guys are specking other stuff, Avengers Twilight right now. Uh, issue 2 came out this week. Fantastic that story. That has been a great read. That's been a great read. 
Man, that has been that's, fantastic. I'll tell you the the I mean, uh, the what they're doing with the ultimate line. It's phenomenal. You know, the ultimate invasion was great. Um, yep. Ultimate Spider-Man one was just a great comic book. Just a, a like just an incredible book. Like I loved. I mean, I loved every fucking page of that book. Um, yep. And I read Black Panther tonight, and it was good. It was really, really good. Um, and so it's it's cool to see kind of what they're doing. Um, but I had no idea that. I, I think I have a pile of Ultimate Spider-Man sitting here because I didn't. I never put anything uh, out last week. Pile so, of gold. Yeah. Pile of gold. Those are thirty to fifty plus dollars right now on eBay. Jeez. I sold all my back stock that didn't sell in the first two weeks I had it. I sold them all for $50 on eBay and cleared out my shelf. <laughs> well, that's what I might end up doing. So, uh, Ian asked, how much is Dark Souls? Oh, Dark Souls, just cover price, $399, $499. I think the, the foil covers, I sold out of both of the ones I had in stock when I got them the first day. They were $13.99, so I don't have any more of those. But uh, really cool comic book, you know, definitely. You know, it's more fun stuff. Like like Kyle said, Thundercats. I didn't sell a lot of Thundercats this week, but I anticipate that's going to be a big one. And guys, if you're not paying attention to the Energon universe, Duke, Cobra Commander, and Transformers, get with the freaking bro- get get with the program right now. Start reading those books. Start picking them up. Start putting them in your short box at home. Read them. Don't wait for trade paperbacks. The stories are freaking awesome. Oh, the the I haven't read the GI Joe issues yet, but the Transformers are phenomenal. Yeah, like, Co- dude, Cobra Commander is so good, so wow. good. And Cobra Commander was so good, I didn't even want to read Duke because I didn't care for regular GI Joe stuff. But I read Cobra Commander, and I went and I grabbed Duke one and two, and I read them, and it's. I feel like this is going to be. There's no way these stories don't end up on the big screen. In some fashion, I don't know if they can do a rated R Transformers GI Joe stuff, but man, this stuff's good. Stories are good. Wow, good. That's so cool. Yeah, France been so bad for so long. It's, it, that's good to hear some some good good news finally from that. Yeah, they are really really good. And let's all just cross our fingers that Deadpool three is good this summer and Marvel's not dead, right? <laughs> oh, <shoot. laughs> Oh no! But yeah, you never man. Uh, the big rumor right now is Elon Musk is about to buy Disney, so we'll see. Yeah, no. is that right? No. no, that's that. Uh, for the, Why not? Uh, Let him. Uh, that's that's a really down note to end our podcast hey, on. You, right you, you got something else we can end with? Yeah. Like, is Natalie Portman coming back to Star Wars? Give me some good news. Hey, <laughs> Emily, was it Emily Alcock is going to be, is it Supergirl? Gal from Game of Thrones? Oh, really? There's some good news. James Gunn finally gave us some casting news. Okay. Uh, I, I might be wrong in the first name. It's Alcock. Uh, she was uh, in House of the Dragon, but uh, she's going to be our power girl, so... Very That's good. good news. That's a good one. That's good. I, I look. I I will watch anything uh, by James Gunn. James I will Gunn too. Phenomenal. So, Especially uh, if it's rated R. It'll be one teaser tomorrow. So I I'm betting that season two is going to be announced. There's I heard. 
I heard I heard the Super Bowl. We're going to see our first teaser trailer for the new Twister sequel. For those oh, of you '90s Twister fans, Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt sequel, prequel, requel, whatever you want to call it. That's what we're ending with, Twister. Yeah, dude, Twister was a great movie. Anybody trashes Twister, it, I'll it, take it, them it, on. It, it wasn't good. It was it so was good. Pretty bad rock Universal, though. I will say that. <laughs> that was the reason they added DTS to those movie theaters in the '90s. Just for Twister. Not so we could watch Jack drown on a piece of wood after the Titanic sunk. What's wrong with that? Awful waste of theater space. She could have gotten them on on the door. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) We're spiraling out of control here, aren't we? Uh, Yeah, we are. (laughs) All right. Hey, hey, thanks again, gents. Uh, Thanks again, everyone, for joining us tonight. Um, You know, we'll be back probably in a couple weeks um, with our next episode Uh, again, reach out to us. um, If you want to be part of a future um, video slash podcast with us. Um, Otherwise uh, appreciate y'all and uh, you know, have yourself a good rest of the week. Take care everyone. Adios. Later.